listener and welcome to the podcast with your agony aunt, Anna. This is a space where you can come to find sanctuary. Seek advice from agony aunt Anna, be comforted and have a wee giggle over some embarrassing stories. Basically, I turn anything tragic going on in the world or in your life into a bit of a joke or as a poetic tagline, a positive spin on everything shit, which is basically the world right now. (laughs) You can follow me on Instagram at your.agonyaunt for updates and to get involved. Last week I had my very own pity party because I was feeling very, very sorry for myself just completely fed up, which so many of us are right now. So if you want to throw yourself a little pity party, tag me, tell me what's up, and I will shower you with pity and sympathy. I will just feel so sorry for you, and hopefully that brings you a bit of comfort. What's been going on this week? Well, actually, I want to go back a bit, because I don't know how I miss this, But round of applause to Holly Willoughby, who basically completely showed her truth and stuck up for everyone feeling miserable at home. So yeah. So for anyone that doesn't know about this, Holly was speaking to an influencer. God, almost, like literally all my stories have been about influencers. God, it's almost like I want to be one. But yes, so she was speaking to an influencer that was in Dubai and the influencer was just saying, you know, this is my job, this is a service, I want to motivate people. And Holly came right out and said, no, that makes me feel jealous. Like I want to be on holiday, but I'm staying at home. You know, all these NHS workers and nurses that are really, really struggling and pleading for people to stay at home and keep safe. What about them? It was perfectly said when the influencer said, you know, if you can be anything, be kind. And Holly said, you know, are you being kind to them? I found this true honesty way more motivating than seeing the bloody influencer riding a camel. That's for sure. You could see that the influencer was literally just trying to defend herself and explain why she was doing what she was doing. Love, you're on holiday. Like, you're not getting any pity from me. So don't even try and tag me and get involved in this pity party thing because it will not work. She did say, if you can be anything, be kind. And I really think that she believes that and I do too. And the nation, I think, needs to remember to be kind. But also, I think that we need a bit of perspective as well. Being away from friends and being so wrapped up in our own little worlds, we've forgotten that there's a big world out there and there is so much other stuff going on. And just having that step back, think of others, a little bit of perspective completely changes how you feel. No disrespect to her, but I am not inspired to do anything by seeing pictures of her titties. I mean, maybe some men might be inspired to do something, but not me. Do you know who did inspire a lot of people and deserves all the recognition he received, even though that is not what he was after? Captain Tom Moore. Captain Tom Moore sadly has now passed away from coronavirus. He was a true hero and did so much for the NHS and for the nation as a whole. He motivated so many people to get up, 
keep going, find that strength within them, and even raise money for themselves. I know he already had his night of round of applause, but... Someone who I also find inspiring and is actually an influencer is Dr. Alex off Love Island. Who would have thought that the guy who brought us doggy fashion would become our first youth mental health ambassador? This is an incredibly important step. Great to know that this is being recognised by the government and that Alex is doing such good work. I really admire Alex's bravery and drive. Mental health has always been important to talk about, but now it seems vital. What individuals have been through in this year, no one could have predicted. Whether you're in school, whether you're at uni, whether you're a key worker, whether you're in the NHS, vulnerable person that's been shielding, we have all had our battles. It's great to know that the government is acknowledging that something needs to be done to help us and it is a priority. So that's everyone else, but I want to talk about me now because love talking about me. As you know, I am currently living with my mother and as I've mentioned before, she thinks I'm hilarious, but like in general, she does blow smoke up my ass. You don't get this level of confidence without a mother like mine. Anyway, I've actually started to notice what she's been doing, using this to her advantage. It's kind of like she feigns rubbishness to get me to do things. Okay, so let me give a few examples, a bit more detail. So after I've been living here for a while, I explained that I thought that the way she has her mugs and her coffee and her tea and her breakfast stuff arranged is just really inefficient and it was bothering me and stupid. Obviously, when I told her this, she was a bit like, oh, okay, Anna, you think you can do better? Knock yourself out. So I did and rearranged it and I was like, God, why haven't you always had it like this? It's so much better. And she completely agreed and was like, yeah, this is great. Thanks for reorganizing for me. Then we had the big shop delivered and she was like complaining, being like, oh, there's no space to like, put it in and like just sort of like shoving it in. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. This definitely all can fit in. Don't just shove it in and you know feel sorry for yourself. So I took all the food cupboard stuff out and just rearranged, you know, different shelves of different things and just packed it better. She was like, wow, you are so good at this. Like really good, Anna, thank you so much. And then like a week later or something like that, she was like, oh my God, Anna, can you rearrange the fridge? It just looks so messy. You're just so good at it. I bet you'll be able to fit like everything in there. And I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. And then she was like, oh, and while you do that, you may as well like clean it. So I was like, okay, yeah, I guess I'll do that too. And then I started to notice that she'd put pans in like as if they were gonna topple and pack dishes away incorrectly, like to the point where it was just chaotic in the cupboards. And then she'd be like, oh, Anna, the thing's a mess. Oh, I wish I was as good at organizing as you. Oh, look at it, it doesn't all fit back in. I'm so bad at this and you're so, so great at organizing. I'm so jealous. So obviously I ended up reorganising all the cupboards in the kitchen. <laughs> and do you see what she's been doing here? It even got to the point where she was like, 
Anna, I can't unpack the dishwasher because I just don't know where everything goes and I put it in the wrong place and it just messes up your lovely organising. Can you just do it? Jeez. She knew bloody well enough where they came from to get them out to use them, didn't she? And then, yeah, she just gives me a little bit of a compliment and I'm like, Mum, stop it, honestly. I'll just do that, don't worry. I'm really good. Even with loading the dishwasher, we have one of those tray racks for the cutlery because, you know, we fancy. And she just like bungs them in, like not even in the slots. And then I'm like, right, mum, honestly. And I try and like show her and she's like, oh, Anna, you're just so good. Can you just pack the dishwasher? So yeah, I've completely fallen for it. And she's probably been getting away with this for years this was such a sad realisation. All this praise and any compliments, there was a hidden agenda all along. So my advice to all of you is stay alert. Always be suspicious because they're always after something. Speaking of always being after something, men. Honestly, don't know where to start. Dating apps, what a joke. I never liked them before and I hate the whole virtual meeting someone because you can't get a vibe for what they're really like. But for right now, we really don't have a choice, do we? Plus, we're all a little bit bored, so what's the harm in seeking out some attention? But to be honest, it's been a bit boring. There's no wooing going on at all. Not even from the guy who I have mentioned previously in the podcast who I directly asked to woo me, not even giving mixed messages. I, I don't know what's going on. I was watching a David Attenborough program the other day. Oh my God, love him. And it was that famous scene with a Western parota. That's how you say it. And it's the one with the bird where he cleans up his stage so it's spotless, gets all the twigs, all the leaves out of it. It has to be super clean. So much effort goes into it. And then when the lady comes along, he does a little dance for her. Oh, no, he actually bows to her and then does a dance. This is literally just to impress her. And Jesus, all I get is a guy being like, I really want to send you a picture of my cock. It's just ridiculous. Like, why would that impress me? Unless it's a really rogue size, and if so, I will not be going near it. It's just so unfair. Men just aren't putting in any effort these days. All guys think they have to do is send a few how are you's with a stupid little kiss, ask how your day's been, and they're like, so, do you want a bone? Thank goodness for the pandemic. It's been a great cock block. Bet it's been a lot of girls buffer to like hold on to a guy for a little bit longer in the hopes that he actually starts to give a shit about them. Of course, there are many girls and men who are happy with just a physical side. But come on, Tinder has basically taken the form of a food delivery service, but for sex? Like you scan all your options and then you debate what you're in the mood for. Then once you've decided, you put in your details and excitedly wait for that doorbell to ring. It's just like Deliveroo, but instead it's deliver you. Instead of Uber Eats, it's Uber Eat Me Out. Not all men are like this, but a lot of men are like wham bam, thanks for the cram. But as I continue to watch this bird wowing his lady, being super jealous of this cheeker and all the effort that he's putting in it actually turns out to be the exact same thing as men once he gets the thumbs up he literally just flies on her back few pumps and then he pisses off again just leaves never to be heard from or seen again 
Honestly, I know people talk about the predator-prey thing being cruel, but this is the emotional cruelty I think people should be talking about in the animal kingdom. I really don't want this stupid Western paratea attitude at all. Not anymore, I've changed my mind. I would like a man penguin, a mate-for-life kind of guy. Where's that kind of love? That's what penguins do, right? They mate for life, I'm pretty sure, and like raise the chick together. But they also do, you know, have their trips to sea away, which is great because I do still want my space. But they always come back and have like a wee cuddle and yeah, it's so nice. I want to live in a penguin kind of society. But instead, we've got a lion pack world where the man goes around thinking he's the alpha. He's got loads of chicks for banging and the girls just have to go along with it and see when he's up for it. They also have to provide all the food and raise the kids whilst he's just dicking around. If you'd like to share your experiences with online dating, you can email them to youragonyaunt.anna at gmail.com. Maybe you've met a Western paratia Or maybe you're part of a lion pack and you want out. I am quite hopeless at this whole thing. But I will try and provide helpful advice if I can. Or maybe someone out there has found a penguin guy. And we could hear advice from a penguin couple. Please do get in touch. Okay, it's time to continue the journal journey. Friday the 10th of February. Oh, I should probably explain for anyone that's just joining. Well, if you've just joined, you really should go back and listen to the other three because they are gold. But basically, while I was in uni, I started writing a diary just to basically make light of everything that I felt was going wrong and was rubbish in my life. Seeing things from a more comical perspective. And I'm reading it out to hopefully bring you guys a bit of comfort as well as then... If I go first with telling my embarrassing stories, you guys will then feel more comfortable to email in. Okay, Friday the 10th of February. I'm back to wanting to be a grown-up and setting unrealistic goals to get there. I mean, setting unrealistic goals, that's not very grown-up of you. My moving on mentality disappeared and I didn't even begin my New Year's resolutions. I need to get my shit together. That's a classic phrase from me. But first I went to Valencia and I've done a little exclamation mark with a heart on the bottom of the door. Oh my God, I'm such a girl. So freaking great. Being there with everyone for Gertrude's B-Day. Bloody long ass journey to get there, but worth it. On the first night we were preying in our PJs, which was weird. We ended up walking in circles for like an hour before then having to queue for another hour and asked to pay 10 euros on the door. I clearly was very unimpressed. But don't worry, my Spanish got us by. I mean, we were with people that spoke Spanish. I really don't know why I've put this in there. Second night was Uwe le Pule. Okay, so Uwe le Pule means, where's the chicken? <laughs> Basically, someone dressed up as a chicken in like a chicken costume and goes into different pubs and everyone has to find the chicken. And basically to pay in, you, sorry, you pay £5 each to enter and the chicken has the whole pot and he just starts going into pubs and spending the pot. So you have to find him first and then get involved with spending the money on drinks from the pot. So if you're like the last one to find him, the pot might have gone. Best game ever and most importantly, I won. I got absolutely obliterated, then had like two tokes of a ciggy and freaked the fuck out. 
Then I threw up everywhere. Good times. Well, that win clearly didn't work out very well for me. Saturday night meal was amazing. Such good tapas and unlimited wine. The journey back was horrible. P.S. I think I... P.S. I think I farted in the car in my sleep and woke myself up. Oh god, I'm so sorry guys. Confession time. <laughs> Ryanair need to train their pilots better because both flights were terrible. Thought I was going to have a breakdown on the way back. So yeah, I'm not a fan of flying. Um, it's something about being thousands of feet in the air and you could just drop at any point and you're just gone for. That just sort of freaks me out a little bit. Anyway, focusing on the new, brighter and better future. And then this is all capitals. I need to get my shit together. Told you it was a classic line from me. And then I've done the signature Bridget Jones sign off. Goals, weight, get rid of some. Alcohol, twice a week. Drunk texts, zero. Times I talk to Trevor, zero. And then I put a little arrow saying, as if I'll probs text him after this. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Why do I set like goals with the absolute zero intention? It's like, you know, when you say like, oh, I'm going to do something and you're like, a couple of days goes by and you're like, oh, fuck it, I'll just give in. I like say, oh yeah, I'll do this. But then a whisper in my head goes, no, you fucking won't. No, you're not. No, you won't. Um, gym trips every other day, hours of telly a week, three. Oh, that's quite low. I don't, I mean, maybe it just seems low because at the moment everyone's just binging TV because there's nothing else to do. Well, that was actually a really lovely entry. A bit boring for you guys though. Sorry about that. And just basically reminded you that you can't go on holiday and you can't see your friends. <laughs> Sorry. But in the classic words of High School Musical, and actually, Ashley Tisdale did a fantastic video of this. We're all in this together, and it shows, and we'll see ya. Look, I don't want to get in trouble by the police, you know, do music that I don't have the rights or pay to use. So I'm really sorry about my voice. Man, am I even allowed to, like, sing the songs? Oh, fuck it. Contact my lawyer if you have a problem with that. So hopefully you guys found that okay and not too depressing that I basically just dangled a holiday trip with all your friends in front of you and then basically said, haha, you can't do that. It actually is kind of like that scene in Friends where Joey doesn't win his soapy award and gets really stroppy. I actually thought of this when I was having my little pity party. If you don't know, let me explain. Joey from Friends is up for a soapy and he doesn't get it. He basically is fuming. And then later on in the night, he's handing out an award. And he like strops on stage and he's like, we are here to present this award. And basically it's really grumpy. He's like, the nominees are Philip from All My Children. I'll post it on my Instagram later. Basically, the person who wins is not there to accept the award. Joey ends up accepting the award on her behalf. And he seizes this opportunity to get what he wanted all along. So he basically started doing his acceptance speech. And I thought this would be a great thing for you to try out. What opportunity are you going to grab when something else lets you down? And it can be anything big, like getting a rejection from a job, 
I mean, well, you can't take someone else's job on their behalf. Pretty sure that's fraud. But like maybe straight away apply for another job. Or it could be something small, like you've done your shopping and once you get back, you realise you forgot the flipping milk. Right, pop straight back out again, pick up that milk and get the ingredients for a cake and get baking. It can be anything. If something has been taken away from you and you feel hard done by, spot another opportunity and grab it. Maybe you met a boy on Hinge who leads you on, but then says he doesn't want anything from you bar physical side. Buy yourself a vibrator and love yourself, hun. Thank you so much for listening. I've been your agony aunt and I look forward to sharing more with you next time. Don't forget to like, rate and subscribe. Share with everyone you know and you can email me at youragonyaunt.anna at gmail.com share whatever you would like I will keep everything anonymous I'm on Instagram as your.agonyaunt I know it's a bit confusing with the dots in different places but I can't change it now there were other your agony aunt out there and even though I'm probably the best one I can't ask them to just like wow out